This episode is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the YDF Media Network and the Disney Dads Podcast. Jamie, can you think of a better time than right now to go to Walt Disney World? With so many unique and exciting things for you to discover at all four theme parks, this year more than ever is such a terrific time to visit. You can enjoy sun, fun, and savings when you stay in the middle of the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. New things are coming to Walt Disney World this year, and you need to get there now. New in 2019, get ready to explore the all-new Star Wars at Galaxy's Edge at Walt Disney World. This is your chance to live out your Star Wars story and discover who you truly are in a galaxy far, far away. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel at show at awaywithmetravel.com for all of your travel needs, and we can get you in the middle of all of the magic that Walt Disney World has to offer. And remember, keep on traveling. Keep on traveling, guys. And now this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you commercial-free by our amazing Patreon members. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Round one is over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that we all started by a month. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your... To infinity and beyond. There's a touch of madness around here. Welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. From Switzerland to England, China to Australia, and everywhere in between, we like to blanket the earth once a week for one hour and talk nothing but Disney. And guys, we are so glad that you're on board with us. We think about you, we love you, but before I give you guys too much love, let me give some love to the two most incredible guys in my life, Mike and Justin, my brothers, my my best friends. How are you guys doing today? Good, good, good. It's been crazy around the house. Um, it's been one of those times where we've had just a string of bad luck where uh, you fix one thing and 10 more things break. But, you know, on the on the bright side, we have a trip coming up. So uh, hopefully we can put an end to all of this money hemorrhaging and uh, get a hold on stuff and uh, enjoy our trip. Uh, I just got two words for uh, maybe it's one word. I don't know. You know, my English language uh, for Laura overachiever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. A little, a little, you know, listen, accidents happen. What are we going to do? You know? Yeah, you're right. They do. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> She's fine. That's all that matters. Well, it tests test a man's love for his wife. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, how you doing, my friend? Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I, I'm i trying to figure out how teachers do it. I, I really, so we're in week two now of summer. How, how? How do they do? I have one kid to entertain, and they have 20 and I don't know how they do it. Riley is, uh, I think she's ready for her summer to be over and school to go back. So luckily we have that amazing Disney Dads trip coming up because she's tired of looking at my face already. She's ready to see you guys and the other kids and all that fun stuff. And, uh, and do that. she doesn't understand that you can't play uh, at the pool every day. You know what I mean? Some days you got stuff to do. Let's have real talk here, okay? Because I'm, I'm, I'm that parent. When we go into, when we go into summer, I'm like, look. Listen, you jokers, you're going to be reading for two hours a day. You're going to color or draw because my kids are incredible artists. You're going to draw. You're going to take care of your business. You're going to clean your room. And you get your limits on your electronics. That's it. Yeah, they went off the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, right of course away. they do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right, right, right away. You know, I look, at, I look at my thing. It's like four hours of Fortnite or whatever. And, and uh, hey, Dad, can I play this? You know, and I'm busy doing something. I'm like, did you read? <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, I read the back of the t- the shampoo bottle. I guess I don't well, know. Um, do you so. all do? Do you all do what I do? Do you? This is my custom line. If you don't clean this room, I'm coming in here with a trash bag. Like that's I say that at least once every other day, and I've never done it. But I feel like at some point I kind of need to just go through there and throw a few th- little things away just to you know kind of get her going because now she's calling me on it. Now she's like, okay, all right, yeah, you know. Listen, I'm telling you, stuff like that works. Like for Christmas time, guys, you always gotta box up two empty boxes. <laughs> and hold on a second, hold on a second, hear me out. 
And then uh, parents, just close your kids' ears because this is great advice. And when they're naughty, you tell them one time, I'm going to take one of your presents and throw it in the fireplace <laughs> if you don't stop. And then when they are, you grab that package and you throw it in there and you watch their Christmas present burn up. And I guarantee you, your stuff is absolutely perfect for the rest of the uh, Christmas season. Listen, you got to play hardball, guys. I'm telling you right now. don't. It's not child abuse either, so don't even give me that look. Can I start doing that with Katie, too? <laughs> absolutely you can absolutely. she doesn't listen to the show why not <laughs> that's so funny man yeah. that's awesome f- that's like uh when you ever seen the videos with the jimmy kimmel thing where it's like jimmy uh jimmy kimmel told me to, to eat all your candy halloween candy or whatever it is you know what i mean and the adults oh, like yeah, tell them they yeah, eat all their yeah. halloween candy <laughs> yeah so funny yeah, man mike that's you're great. past that your girls call that's you great. on it now won't they yeah, I just tell them uh, you're grounded, and then that's like uh, that's that's the death march because you know they have plans. You know they want to go out and do stuff on Fridays and Saturdays, or your oh, friends yeah. are coming over. So uh, grounding's a big thing. You know, uh, I thought it wouldn't be because kids want to be in their room and kind of do stuff, but when they hit that age, when they have a social life, grounding's a big deal. All right, let's let's have another round of real talk. When you ground them, do you stick with it, or have you are you kind of a softie and you're like, you know, mm. yeah, Thursday night I ground you for the weekend, but it is Saturday and well, maybe a little side note. But when the girls have plans to go out, it's kind of me and Laura's date night, so I really don't want to ground them, so I just right. threaten them with the grounding. And then oh, if Laura you. and I really want to go out, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, yeah. we were, uh, you were good for the last hour. Okay. Go ahead, go out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about the fire yeah. in your room. It's all right. You're okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a little selfish when it comes to that. You know, I kind of want him out of the house, too. So I need my time, you know. I'm glad we can have this real talk here because I did not, uh, you know, I, I'm just kind of feeling like, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with that at all. No. I feel like we've we've switched now with the Dr. Phil of Parenting podcast. I like this. Yeah, and everybody without kids as loves Disney sitting there going, what is this nonsense? So I guess maybe we should move on, huh? Because I'm, I'm excited about tonight's show, guys. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and speaking about, uh, you know, babysitting the kids, uh there's another movie coming out. Frozen 2 trailer was just released. I know that was on a constant, yeah, the original yeah. Frozen was on a constant loop in my house, and that would keep the kids occupied for hours. And uh, what did you guys think of the trailer? Okay, I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit, Justin, because you made the comment yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah. It is a little bit dark. And I'm going to agree with you. And Mike, I'm going to steal your thunder a little bit, too, because you made the comment, what was the point? So dark and what was the point? So, um, I mean, it looks good. It's, it looks pretty. But... Um, Man, the trailer didn't grab me, so I know it's going to be a huge hit. Is is a trailer supposed to leave you there, though? Is it supposed to leave you with, what's the point? Was well, it a teaser or a trailer? Because aren't there two different things? Like a teaser is just, eh, this is what's coming out, and then the trailer is like, this is what's supposed to get you, you know, to bite on it? Uh... Well, I count on a good trailer because it usually gives the whole movie away, and I don't got to go see it anyways. So, um, but you know, Mike, that was a good point. I'd almost as like it was a teaser. I, I'm, I'm actually going to agree with you on that. Because the new Star Wars that's coming up this year is just a teaser that's out, not the trailers out. And if you watch it, eh, it's okay. But when you start getting the full-length trailers, the two minutes, the three minutes, that kind of gives you a little mm-hmm. bit more into the insight and plot and storyline. I think this was just kind of like, hey, you know, it's there, it's production, it's coming out, and uh, you're going to see us again, whether you like it or not. I wonder if it's going to have something to do with their parents. Because, you know, the parents are lost at sea in the first movie. Uh, the, the ship goes down. Which there's a whole thing where... And and people are probably going to call me on this, but I think I'm going to stick with it because it makes a great story arc. Is that her parents are actually Tarzan's parents because the ship goes down, they take the the dinghy or whatever over uh, to the island, and then they have Tarzan. They have they have a baby, you know, while they're out to sea because they're gone for a long period of time. They have a baby while they're out to sea, and then uh, they have Tarzan. They live on the island. And so, really, Anna and Elsa are are sisters to Tarzan. <laughs> okay, All right. mind blown. <laughs> wow, wow! Can we throw the can we throw the uh, Crusoes in there? The Crusoes in there too? Is that, <laughs> let's see. I, I honestly, I mean, look, all right, you heard her here first, guys. Uh, you guys are all going to think about it, and you're going to see those pictures of the parents, and you're going to look at the pictures of the Tarzan parents, and you go, "Wow, they actually do look alike." That kind of makes sense. Think about it. Okay. That'd be cool, man. I was kind of excited about the trailer, though, because I think that this is going to be one of those storylines where you're leaving Arendelle, and you're going out, and you're they're seeing the world. I mean, they're trying to solve these these outside problems. So I, I'm excited about Frozen 2, and of course, you got Star Wars. I, I cannot remember a year that Disney has had like this year in the theaters. 
I mean, Toy Story Four coming up, Lion King, um, mm-hmm. Dumbo, which wasn't you know it's, it's uh, Aladdin, um, Avengers. It's crazy. It'll be a two billion dollar year for oh, these minimum movies. Um, listen, I want to go back to Frozen and. Um, uh, for those of you who haven't seen a trailer, go check out the trailer. But is, do you guys have any speculation on what that um, that animal was under the sea? Because she looked perplexed, not scared, not um, she just looked perplexed when she made eye contact with the uh, that Mustang. I guess it would would have been right a, a big horse, but it was a but he was a spirit. He was like a um, a water spirit. So obviously, it has to have something to do with the movie. Uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting, you know. But maybe this is going to tie it to um, Rapunzel, and that's actually the uh, what is it, Maximum, the Maximus, the yeah, Maximus. That's, that's his ghost. <laughs> I have a feeling you're just making fun. <laughs> never of Never make this point. fun of you. Never, <laughs> never. <laughs> but I'm uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited to see how uh, the storyline plays out. Um, and I hope I hope. Uh, Mike, like you said, I hope something better than just a teaser comes out so I can uh, check it out. But I will not be waiting for for hours to go uh, watch this. I'm really hoping that Tracy Chapman does the theming for the music for this movie. Listen, guys, (laughs) I want to go down a rabbit hole for a second about Tracy Chapman. Okay. Um, I forgot how good of an artist she was. Did you guys actually go on YouTube the song? Like, uh, you know, your song you were singing? Yeah. She got a fast. What a great, yeah, great! Amazing. And I love the comments. Go and read the commentary. It's uh, like, hey, who's who? Who is still jamming on this in nineteen in two thousand and nineteen? I love it. I got to give Scott Zobel a shout out because he had probably the greatest <laughs> one liner ever, where he just said, "I bet Test Track is her favorite ride." <laughs> it was the be- the best one liner I think we've had in the podcast ever. When I get email, when I get text messages from him, I know it's going to be a good one. So listen, we're a few short weeks away from Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening up, and uh, we're going to have some amazing long wait times there. Uh, the Hagrid's that was over in Universal. That, what was the wait time on that today, Justin? Ten hours? Ten hours for Hagrid's motorbike adventure, which, look, we don't talk a lot of Universal on this on this show, but you got to give Universal props that, one, it's a f- over five-minute um, attraction. Uh, two... They they're doing a free fall on a roller coaster. The track and the coaster itself drops seventeen feet in the middle of the so not down. The whole thing just drops seventeen feet. It's crazy. So they're pushing the boundaries, they're doing new things. Everyone was excited about it. A lot of the cast from the amazing world of Harry Potter. Mike, you were telling us off air how much you love it. Um, was there to uh, to to break in the ride. And yeah, the line went all the way. Which if you've if you've been to uh, Islands of Adventure and you know where it, it's on the old Dueling Dragon spot, the line stretched all the way through the park, ten hours for this attraction. Now let me preface this, and this is what's going to bring us into Disney: is it had no Express Pass, which would be their equivalent to a Fast Pass. And it had no reservation system like we saw at Disneyland for Galaxy's Edge. Ten hours of wait. So first, let me ask both of you this. What would it take, attraction-wise, for you to wait ten hours for anything in a park? Man, I wouldn't even wait for a liver if I needed a transplant for ten hours. There's (laughs) no way. None at all. Ten hours on your feet. No, no. You don't. Know, I might parks. be dating myself, but there's quite a few times as a kid, uh, my teenage years, I would wait online outside Ticketmaster for concert tickets. You know, camp out the night before so I could be the first one online to get the tickets. And obviously, with the days of the internet and all that other stuff, that doesn't happen anymore. But back in the day, you had to be the first one buying tickets. So I've waited for something that I wanted to on an overnight. I would go so far as to say that I would wait overnight to get to be the first person online for a rope drop for a Galaxy's Edge. If I was going there just to do that and I was by myself and that was my mission for the day, I would wait five or six hours for a ride. How long was the line to get tickets to get into Ford Theater that <laughs> night? Link, President Lincoln was there. <laughs> um, I would I for it would ten if I was by myself. Here's the weird part: like I think five hours is worse because I think once you start getting towards ten, now it's become a story you'll tell forever. Yeah. Like you, well, it too. It's just something you're talking about for the rest of your life. I was there opening day, and I waited ten hours to ride. This you know, and in ten and ten years are going to be like you waited ten hours for this. How miserable would it be if you got right like, to the yeah. nine hour yeah. and a half mark and the ride broke down? But it happens, guys. 
It happened. It was happening to the Frozen ride all the time when that happened. Hey, uh, can I go back to the Hagwarts? Um, What was the feedback on – what were people's feedback on that after they wrote it? Was it positive? People loved it. It People are loving it. Oh, wonderful. Okay, that's great. I mean, I'll I'll give Universal the credit for – for what they do with Harry Potter, it really is impressive. So I'm hoping that Disney does the same thing with Star Wars. And that brings us to Star Wars at Walt Disney World with Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. Now, you are not going to have the same reservation system that you had at Disneyland. When it opens, it opens. Also, you have no fast passes. So what are you guys expecting out of Galaxy's Edge after we saw what came from today? I from honestly think that... They have a plan in mind for what the crowds are going to be. I think that they're smart enough to know that, uh, listen, you've been, well, a lot of our Disney family's been there during Christmas time. And you know what it's like getting into Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day. And you know the fact of the matter is, if you don't get in on time, they're going to turn you away. And I think it's going to be similar to that area in Galaxy's Edge where if they're over capacity in a certain area, they're not going to put people's safety at risk. They're going to say, you know what? This area of the park is closed. And until people come in and go out, you're not going to go back in. And and with Do Right, they do that with Magic Kingdom on you know uh, peak days. And they've done it with parks before where they had to close because of max capacity. And I expect the same out of Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I would hope that they would do that for the safety of the people that are in the area. You know, you don't want to be overcrowded or trampled. God forbid there was an emergency or a fire or whatever the case might be. So uh, I would certainly think that they have some kind of idea and a plan for whatever chaos is going to ensue. Uh, I give uh, a full 100% uh, uh Faith in what Disney's going to do. Uh, I think they're, they're pros at it by this, and they know what they're they know what to expect. And I think they have a good idea what their crowds are going to be. I mean, they're going to be able to look at just just the overall. Uh, besides the hotels being at capacity, they're going to look at it like Christmas in Hollywood Studios instead of Magic Kingdom. You know, man, I'm torn. I mean, Mike, I think you nailed it on a lot of aspects there, guys. I don't know, man. This is. I mean, this could be just absolutely like mind-numbing, ridiculous. How, do you ever, guys, ever think? You know, going back to the wait times, do you guys ever think that because it's not getting any, it's not cooler down there? I mean, wouldn't you? Here's my thing. To me, would you not want something this big kind of opening up like in the late fall or early, early spring where um, the temperatures aren't absolutely ridiculous right now? I mean, to me, that makes more sense. You know, you're going to have their crowd counts there, right? Um, you know, maybe I'm just being silly here thinking about our guests that are going to be standing in line for 10 hours. But um, how much violence that's, – and that's the one thing I want to talk about. When you start talking about – because this is going to bring in a whole different group of people that aren't typically Disney people, okay? And, you know, I wonder how much um, – how much because people aren't fam- are like really familiar with um, – you know, wait times and, and how things work. And um, do, you, do you think tippers are going to flare a little bit higher? Do you think um, Do you think that maybe, you know, because you don't have typical Disney people coming here, that this is just another theme park, tar- a theme park for these people? Um, do you think there's going to be more problems? I mean, you know, wh- what do you think is going to, you think it's going to be a, uh, um, a completely smooth process, I guess is my point? Or do you think it's going to be a whole different animal that Disney's never seen before? I'll say this, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of response we get because you know it's going to reach capacity. And two, you know that Disney now has rolled out extra magic hours for three hours in the mornings. Three hours for that park. So at least they're doing something for guesting on property to where, hey, we're not just going to give you an hour, we're going to give you three hours. So I think that's going to make a big difference too. Okay, all right, I, I agree with you. Um yeah, three hours. But you know, it's going to be three hours of just two parks. People are going to hit their, um, you know, that's a Toy Story, and then they're going to run over to Star Wars. You yeah, know? of I course. Mean, it's it's uh, everything. Or else pretty much gonna... just Star Wars. I mean, you got to well, think that the headline's going to back up probably two hours immediately. I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe that's a benefit for somebody to go into Hollywood Studios because maybe Toy Story will be. Um, I mean, how nice would that be to have Walk On Slinky Dog and. Uh, yeah, Midway Mania, you know, that would be great. I can't see there being any line for the tower, for uh, Tower of Terror or for, you know, for no. Roller Coaster. Rockin no way. Roller Coaster? No, way. no that whole mm-hmm. area is going to be dead, in my opinion. I wonder if they'll open them. I wonder if they'll open them for extra magic hours. Uh, uh, yeah, those are dude, those are pretty hot items, man. They're, yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, um, now, let me ask you this, because that means, let's say the park opens at 9, it's opening at 6 now. Uh-huh. What time do you think we're going to see people getting to the park for rope drop? Oh, 5.15. I think 5.15 at the earliest Buses... Imagine seeing a boardwalk, though, and you could wake up at 4.30 and make that walk over. I would be there at 2 a.m. Yeah? Absolutely. Would Absolutely. you really? Really? Just be, just standing there? 
If I was by myself on a non-family trip, absolutely. I was going to say, if it was just us three down there, I'd be with, I'd grab mm-hmm. the cup of coffee oh, and yeah. go with you at 2 a.m. I've, I've yeah. waited longer for less. Yeah. <laughs> What's, you know. I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm being a hypocrite and I said that I wouldn't wait, but that's, I mean, to get into the park when you're, you don't got the family around you and it's too, I don't mind it. I mean, that's like being at night, you know, I mean, that's kind of, that's a, that's a, my favorite time of the morning is at 2 a.m. to 5 a.m. That's a perfect time of the day. I would do that with you, Mike. Just for you, buddy. I, I stare at taillights of a Buick for three hours a day. What, what, what's, what's five hours in a park, right? Uh, true, yeah. yeah, true story. Yep. I'm usually finishing my night about 2 a.m., so that sounds about right. That'd be good. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fun, though, man. After we saw what came out of Universal, uh, we, might, we might see some record-breaking stuff coming out of Hollywood Studios. Now, before we go on, what was the opening date for Galaxy's Edge then? August 29th. August 29th, okay. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I know we've got a bunch of people that are going down there, a bunch of people that have um, uh, decided to take lead and do some news reporting for us while they're down there on opening day and, 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 and you know being down there at that time frame. So I'm excited for the feedback from uh, the people in our group to um, you know get down there and, and report back to us. Yeah. It'll you know, be tying fun. into this whole new opening of Galaxy's Edge, we've learned the last couple of days or weeks that – Hollywood Studios is revamping their FastPass system, and we want to talk a little bit about that because there's obviously a lot of mixed feelings. Anytime Disney changes anything, even if it's for the better, there's always a little bit of, well, maybe we could have left it the way it is. Um, I know I have my feelings about how they changed the tier system on that. Uh, I'm not crazy about it, but I understand why they're doing it. Uh, Justin, why don't you explain to me how they set up the new tier system at Hollywood Studios? So it's been reported that we're now... All major attractions are going to go to a Tier 1 system. So for those of you who maybe are Disneyland people or maybe haven't been to the parks, um, Disney in some of the parks does a tiered system. So Epcot, Hollywood Studios, um, you're getting that tiered system to where you only get one of Tier 1 and then you get two of Tier 2 for to make your three. So with Hollywood Studios, for example, you would pick one of the following originally. Uh, Slinky Dog, Alien Saucer Spin... Toy Story Midway, those kind of things would be Tier 1. And then Tower of Terror, um, Rock and Roller Coaster, all the shows would be Tier 2. Now what's being reported is that everything attraction base is going to move to Tier 1, meaning that Alien Saucer Spin, Slinky Dog, um, um, Toy Story Midway Mania, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster... Uh, all, all all attractions move to Tier 1, and then all shows move to Tier 2. So you will only be able to pick one of the Tier 1 attractions. So as you go, and keep in mind, too, there is no Fast Passes when Galaxy's Edge opens. So if you're going and you're wanting to do um, the attraction there, then, then you're going to have to get there and do that without a Fast Pass. So it's an interesting change, and it makes me wonder... Are they really thinking that this park is pretty much going to reach reach capacity every day, and that's why they're going to something like this? I, I don't know. It's 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 really interesting that they're just going to shove everything up there and then put all the shows into tier two. What's your guys' thoughts on this? Well, here here let me make two points. All right, number one is um, uh, I don't know if you drove this home or not. I'm sorry if I missed it. Um, this is being reported. There's nothing official reported, that's yep. come out of Disney yet, yeah. but it's been reported at a couple sites. So I want to make that number one point. Uh, number two. Do you think that this is um, leaning towards where they're going to start? Um, and we've talked about this before, where this is kind of a solid, solid step um, in the direction of charging more for extra fast passes, or um, for them to capitalize on. Um, and, and I don't blame Disney for doing this. No, for them it's a to, um, it is a business, and for them to, um, you know, like look, you can have your 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 tier one fast passes for Toy Story Land or, or you know all the other um, stuff that's in the park. But uh, if you want to play in Galaxy's Edge, at least for the first two years of it being opened, you're going to need to purchase extra fast passes for that. I honestly think by Christmas time that'll be in effect. Well, you got to look out in Disneyland. You have Max Pass you pay for on a daily basis. But it'll be and only a Galaxy's Edge Fast Pass, is what I'm saying. See, That's it. I, I don't mind that though. Like you pay for extra parties, you pay for extra stuff. <clears throat> look for me when I go to Disney. Disney plays. Disney's on a fine line. Would they have to pretty much teeter totter? They have to keep the prices high enough to where the crowd levels. People are complaining. Oh my gosh, it's so busy there every day. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But they also have to teeter the other way where they have to keep the price low enough to where enough people can afford to go. So you know you get arguments on both sides of people going, 
Wow, with Disney's way too expensive now, or people on the other side going, wow, Disney's way too crowded. Well, think, they're constantly doing that. I don't mind them charging for additional things, especially for these big, big, big attractions and these big additions to the park. You no. agree? Yeah, absolutely. If you're if you're going to guarantee me where I can show up, go do my fast pass at uh, Slinky Dog or, or Midway Media, and then I'm guaranteed a spot on the Millennium Falcon and um, the new the other one that's coming Smuggles out. Run, the, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, I mean uh, um, um, Rise of Resistance. You're going to give guarantee me like if I go and my my time frame is within an hour, and I'm only going to be standing here for an hour or two, uh, you know, before I can experience this, and I'll, and I'm paying the extra, you know. 15 bucks a person to do this. Um, to me, that's <clears throat> worth it. When you start talking 10-hour wait times, what's your time worth? If you're on a family right. vacation, guys, listen, if you're on a family vacation, what is your time worth? Like, my time is worth, if if, if my, if my uh, there's someone in my family, like Mike, um, if you're like, this is an absolute must. We're down there on a guy's trip, and you're like, look, this is an absolute must. We are going to stand in line for 10 hours for this ride, all right? Um we all have uh, value with our time. Now, we can make the decision to stand for 10 hours, or Disney can come out and say, hey, look, you know what, guys? For 30 bucks a person, we'll guarantee you two rides on this, and uh, you'll be out the door. I, I would, Of course I would take that in a heartbeat. Mike, you and I are paying for Fast Passes yeah. for Fantastic. Yeah, in a roundabout in a way. Roundabout you're doing way. dining package, and you're getting, the, uh, you know, you're getting that little extra Fast Pass, so to speak. You know, you're getting your priority seating. Um, or you know you could not do that and use a fast pass. So yeah, I would say that. Listen, I've done the uh, fast. I've done the max pass over at um, Universal. You know, I've paid for the extra money there, and it was worth my time. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't go to Universal that often. For the few times, for the few times every few years we go, I want to maximize my time there. So I have no problem paying for the fast passes there because that's how they run their system. You know. Oh, I recommend everyone who goes to Universal, especially if you're only going for two or three days, to do Express Pass at least one of the days. Because you can knock a lot of it out. And I just think that, it, like I said, I mean, in a roundabout way, we're already buying Fast Passes for certain things. You know, we freed up a Fast Pass for our families by paying a little more for a dining package. Um, same with, like, a dessert party. Look, you're not only paying for the desserts. You're paying for the added benefit of having a designated place that you don't have to use a Fast Pass to stand at Phantasmic or to go to Phantasmic. So, would I be against this? No. No way. No way at all. Nope. Not when I'm not when I'm looking. If you, Jason, you said thirty dollars a person, I'm guaranteed both attractions. I can't go in there. I mean, the brand new lightsaber, build a lightsaber is two hundred dollars. That's. I mean, it's thirty dollars for my time worth every penny. I agree. I agree. You could even roll it into this. What if they did a Star Wars dessert party, and for like one forty, one twenty, you know, one thirty, you get the dessert party, you get two fast passes to, to one to each attraction once they're open, and you get a place for the fireworks. What a deal. It, yeah. would be, it would be sold out every time. Every single time. A lot of times when it comes to crowd counts and, and you want extra things, you have to pay to play. And it's not it's not a – things like that, I don't – me personally, I, you know, I don't think they're a money grab for Disney because there is so much crowd level that um, – Look, I mean, people are willing to do it. So we're each we're each gonna take we're each gonna take our own fast pass, and let's do a little bit of a convince me. And uh, I'm gonna try and convince you why that my pick for a fast pass is better, and, and so on and so on. So, uh, Jason, what's your fast pass for Hollywood Studios gonna be? I'm gonna go with Midway Mania, Mike. Um, and the reason I want that is number one, uh, what a great family ride. All right, number two. A lot of kids, let's say you're a family four, three, two, whatever you are, and you have a, um, a you know a little one that's unsure of roller coasters or maybe, um, I mean, you might even have a big one that just doesn't want roller coasters. Uh, this, is a perfect, uh, this is a perfect family ride that's still kind of zippy. Um, it's a great workout. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's fun. I mean, for, for the 3D glasses technology, I mean, it's, 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 it's good. It's a good, excuse me, golly. It's a good solid ride, and it's a good solid family ride, guys. And it's fun, and it's um, they're they're really, it's a perfect perfect fast pass. I mean, that's all there is to it. And Jay, you you said at one point that you've by uh, by some some friends we have that you figured out the best way to to beat this is to is to work with a partner, right? Score, yes, score yeah, hard. we have yeah uh, my um, VIP tour guide. Um, Dave, who I highly recommend if you ever uh, get down there. He's the Aussie. As for the Aussie, if you do a tour, uh, a VIP tour, he's an incredible guy. And um, by the way, can we sidebar? Because I know he listens to the show. 
He's got a baby coming oh, anytime congrats. now. So, yeah, so I want to say congrats. Actually, awesome. he is um, going to stop in and say hi to you two gentlemen while we're down there for the cruise. So, mm. he's anxious to meet you two. Um, anyways. As long um, as we don't have to do the beer in the boot. No, okay. no, yeah, no, you know, nothing, nothing. And if we no, do, can no, we do it on my like shoes? Because that. that of three of us, let's be honest, I probably have the nicest feet. So, yours probably. are, yours are, <laughs> yours are very, very. We were, <laughs> anyways. Um, so, but he was telling me that if you really want to get the best score, you guys got to work together as a team, and it's not a. Co- See, I always go into it as a competition. Yeah, me too. But there's there's certain things that you hit together on opposite sides and this and that, and it opens up bigger points, so you're able to go ahead and score those. Like, okay, let me ask you guys. When you guys have gotten done with this and you're sitting at, I mean, a modest, let's say, um, and I'm pulling this number off, uh, like a 200,000-point right. uh, run, right? And you're like you worked for it, and you did really good. And then you get done, and you're like, high score for today was seven hundred ninety-five thousand. You're like, this isn't like special. Um, you know, you hit you hit the magic spot on Buzz Lightyear. This is legitimately your your like you're earning the point skill yeah. set. Seven hundred thousand? How? My arm is numb for four <laughs> days after that ride. So how how are you getting? But that was the key. You guys got to work together. And um, I haven't gone down that road yet, and I want to because I want to I want to find that perfect partner where I can master this ride. I'll be your huckleberry. I'm hey hey that's 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 uh, I'm 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 anybody wants to uh, be my wingman, I am. I will what have days a blast your Hollywood Studios it. day? So. He's not doing one. We don't have yeah. one this time. We're not doing it this time. I was going to no, say, because no, I'm trying not. to figure out when you're going to be there. Oh, okay. So, no. Mike, I'm afraid to go next to you with them pipes you got. You call on. Mike's, Man, Mike's only scored seven. Get to 700, no, he doesn't. Myself, but I don't, you no. know. Mike's only scored 10 points every time because he rips the string off every single time <laughs> immediately. Just first one rips done. it up. That's it. <laughs> his gun is his gun is the little thing his little pop gun He's is just, just sitting destroyed, there every so. time. They seem it's yeah. it's like the old uh, cartoons where the bully comes down the street and they're like Mike's coming. Mike's coming. Mike's coming. You hear the cast member saying it as he walks up to uh to Toy Story. Mike, uh, I, t- I tell you what, that's, that's a great pick. That's a, that's a great attraction, but it's not going to be as good as mine. But I want to hear Mike's. Mike's, what's what's yours? Well, I'm going to go with Slinky Dog, and the reason why I'm going to pick Slinky Dog for my fast pass is because a, it's a new ride, uh, and even now at this present time, if you look, it's got long wait times. So you know, Midway is nice. It's good. It's been around a while. If I really wanted the kind of experience, I'd probably go to Buzz Lightyear. It's pretty much the same ride. You know. Uh, I don't see much of a difference. You know, I master them both. I'm great at it. What can I say? Um, but yeah, I would I would go with Slinky Dog because you know, I mean, listen, it's it's a fun family roller coaster. Uh, you get real thrill out of it. You know, it's not just some computer animated screen. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, it's it's definitely listen. You, you get a nice picture when you get off the end of it. So I'm gonna pick Slinky Dog as my ride. Okay, I'm not going to be that guy that's going to tear your ride down. No, you can't tear down um, Slinky Dog. Because, uh, listen, 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 you are tearing down my Midway Mania, and that's okay because you're a competitive guy and you like to win, and I, and I get that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the, uh, I'm going to give you the, um, I'm going to give you the, the bro <laughs> hug right now. And, uh, but, but listen, I'm going to, look, this is, I'm terrible at these competitions, guy, because I usually ended up, agreeing with you slinky dog is to me one of the funnest roller coasters i've ever been on because it's simple and it works and it is absolutely a blast it's hard it's a that's that's a hard one to fight against mike uh, i'll agree with you really it's a, it's a great we're ride. gonna talk about the concept of convince me again <laughs> yeah i know i know because i can't man i feel i feel i feel wrong because i love slinky dog so much um but if it comes to a family ride, then you know the roller look, coaster is not something for everybody. Hundred percent. Look, great, great attraction, but look, there's still some kids that are afraid of roller coasters, and that yeah. you're excluding people from from riding your attraction. And uh, you know, the one good thing about uh, my attraction is no one ever comes. You know, let me let me take you all down this way. To, uh, just go with me here. You come home from work, right? And you've had a long day, and no one ever says, I'm going to put on a brand new pair of jeans and get comfortable. No, they put on an old sweats, old comfy pants, something they're used to, something that's been around for a long time, and it feels right at home every time you're there. And that's why you go Tower of Terror every single time. 
with your fast pass selection of tier one fast pass because listen you're getting it all you're getting the story the queue may be one of the best queues at disney world all the way around as you're walking up the music the cast member costumes uh, the the going down into the boiler room, seeing going into where they actually show you the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror or Twilight Zone movie. It, everything is perfect. It builds up that anticipation in your stomach. You start to get the butterflies. You know what's coming, and you get in your row, and then you go through this amazing attraction. There's nothing better than those old comfy sweats and going in this attraction that you've experienced so many times. The Tower of Terror is the only choice for a tier one attraction. Who needs uh, an attraction that only lasts, you know, a minute and a half like Mike's? Uh, and, and for Jason's, look, you're having to work the whole time. Who wants to work the whole time? I want to sit back and, like I do, I relax, put the cross the legs, and, uh, and enjoy this amazing adventure into the sky and back down and back into the sky and back down and back into the sky and back. Should I keep, should I keep going? Tower of Terror. That is my pick. Depends on what depends on what program run you get. Yeah, exactly, right. Some of those are quite. You deadly. know what my favorite. Um, you know my favorite part of that yeah, was no. he started off with, "What if your kids are a little too afraid to go on roller coasters? Let's bring them on the elevator of death." <laughs> I don't care about your kids when it comes to Tower of Terror. <laughs> Let's do it. You can leave your kids at home. So Let's the, ride. The, the 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 sick thing about this whole thing is how many people are going to agree with you, Justin? Uh, hopefully, all of them. Because I want to. Oh, I want to hear them all agreeing with me. This is ridiculous. That's a that's a that's a nonsense ride. Nobody likes that that anxiety that that heart attack inducing. You get locked in the cage of okay. death. Let's talk about this. You okay? How many people when they enter a theme park, you immediately hear "Whoa!" coming from Tower of Terror. Whoa! No one hears from Slinky Dog. Yay! Or no one hears from t- wait, no wait, one wait. hears from Tower of Terror. You you are kind of mistaken, like um, <laughs> screams of of death over joy. I, I nobody nobody screams because they're happy. Look, Tower of Terror is a no, man. I hate that ride. Absolutely, is that your worst attraction at Disney? Sucker! Oh, hundred percent, dude. I the thing is just anxiety inducing for me. I just I feel trapped in this thing. Um, I'm completely out of control. You know, um, like, look, you know, like when I would go up in like a 172 or a 150 Cessna back when I was flying, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, yeah. you were you were a pilot. Um, you can really throw some negative G's in there. I mean, we were having fun. We would we would throw our guys in the back seat in a 172 and throw negative G's and they would be floating in the back seat. You know, that's the same. Yeah, there you go. And you that's a what? J, is that a Beechcraft. Piper Beechcraft. Cut? Is that a J3? Beechcraft. What is that? Oh, Beechcraft. Um so uh but yeah, it's um uh Man, I tell you what, it's totally different because I'm in control of it. You know, you throw me in this this big coffin with a bunch of strangers that I'm gonna die with. That's ridiculous. And not only am I gonna die with them, but but do they? Do you people not realize that it's a different ghost every time that you guys watch that? Did you notice that? That's from the people who rode before you who didn't make it off the ride. It's the be- it's one of the best attractions at Disney. And look, oh. we've all we're all pilots, okay? Back in the nineties, I flew flight simulator many, <laughs> many times on my computer. So let's not act like we're special, okay? We all know what's okay. happening here. My, my point is is control. That was it, it was control with the same effect think, of free. Do you ball. think that that, jo- that joystick and those buttons in mission space actually work? Do you, <laughs> you don't have any control in that you talk about absolutely most terrifying ride ever. Yeah, but that's we're not negative Jesus. That's all positive. So, so Jason... Right, well, thank you, Mike. Don't. Thank you. But it's so two different So you can agree sensations. that Slinky Dog is the better Fast Pass. I win again. What can I say? Thanks, Jason. <laughs> okay. I will admit this. Right. Slinky Dog is fantastic. All three... And you know what? This brings to the point, because it's going to be interesting to see what our Disney family says, because this brings to the point that... You can that only pick one. You can only pick one of these. <laughs> if you only do one trip a year... What? You got to pick one, guys. One, one is all you're getting. So when you uh, when we start talking like this, this tier system like this, um, does that? And I don't want to talk about Ekpot too much tonight, but but isn't it almost the same thing over there right now? Anyways, that everything's a tier one, almost there. Almost not not everything though. Tower Terror is not. Rock and Roller Coaster is not. No, no, no. Uh, I meant it. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Where? Over at Epcot. Uh, oh, Epcot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're looking at the same thing. So Epcot, you got Soren, you've got Test Track, you've got Frozen. 
And you've oh, and uh, the last time I looked, character spot was tier one. Yes, that's a tier one now as well. Yeah, too, yeah. And, and, uh, and you can't use those with your uh, your free fast passes if you get them. Right. So there you go. So interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It is. It is. So Magic Kingdom is still untouched. Isn't that odd? Magic Kingdom's the one, well because it has so many attractions too. Yeah. You know, it's 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 uh that's that, that's one of those two you really can't touch. You know, I think I think a tier system wouldn't really work. I'm everywhere. I'm upset we couldn't even get Slinky Dog for our trip, Justin. We couldn't get. Nope. Yeah, we couldn't get it. Yeah, we tried. Yeah. We what was one hundred and eight? You know, the uh, the sixty days out and sixty days out. I was online seven a.m. Mm-hmm. We were there. The that's problem interesting is interesting because crowd counts are supposed to be a lot lighter. Crowd counts are lighter. Well, the problem is that Mike and I's Hollywood Studios day is the first part of our trip. Oh, absolutely. Yep. So we and you know we already had our ADRs and we would have mm-hmm. changed up our days, but mm-hmm. our schedule for the Disney Dad's trip down there is mm-hmm. so busy i mean we're just boom 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 yeah. boom and uh we already had uh, adr to do um phantasmic dining package well, so maybe there's maybe there's a good friends of ours that are down there listening that uh can hook you guys up because that would be a fun picture with you two sitting next to each other i would love to see that because i'm not going to be in for a couple days after you and i'm not going into hollywood studios anyways but yeah maybe you guys will get a hookup on some uh slinky dog uh yeah how did i get stuck doing mission space and you're not gonna have to do <laughs> Oh, no, I'll be at Epcot. We're doing Mission Space together. I know. That's why I said, well, how did I get stuck doing Mission Space? Oh, and you don't have minute. to do Tower I, of Terror. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. I did. I did you wrong there. I was you supposed did. to do Tower of Terror with you. Oh, I so owe it. But it ain't going to be on this trip. Okay. You owe me we one, though. To, well, I absolutely owe you one. And it, I just get anxiety thinking about it. But, yes, and I did you wrong, brother. And I am I'm going to sit so- right in between you two, and you're going to have to listen to me hyperventilate the whole time am, we do I Mission Space. I'm sorry. Yep, I'm sorry. So, but I will, uh, nah, don't, it'll be all right, man. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put my hand on yours and we'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. You've always been that, that gentle soul that, uh, yes, always takes yes. care of me. The Mike, why don't guy. we, this thing is all over the place. Why don't we, uh, close this thing up? Yeah, you can yeah. tell we're just having some fun. Tonight. You know, like I said, we're going to be down in the park shortly and we're going to have a, quite a few family pictures together. And that brings us to my favorite thing on Facebook every week. And that would be our pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. Jason, tell me, buddy, what's your pick this week? I am going to go with my good friend Lucy over there at the McSheffrey house. Um, she's nailing the Toy Story 4 picture. She's excited for it. I'm excited for it. Um, she's got a nice little uh, picture of, um, well, she's got Bo Peep. She's got Spork. Um, I mean, it, it, it really is a, and she nails the title, Toy Story 4, huh? So, uh, Lucy, that was a great job, and uh, keep on drawing. Very cool. Great picture. <clears throat> Justin, what do you got for me, buddy? I'm going to go with Brittany Dukes. Uh, she posted a picture with birthday Mickey and Minnie and the fam, and she said, this weekend went quick. They always do when you're at Disney. Time just seems to fly when you're there. But uh, all those memories you guys created, and she's, her little one's 17 months old, and uh, she said, my coworkers may think I'm crazy, but I want to soak up these moments while they're here. Let me tell you, Brittany, one thing you will never regret is taking your kids to Disney, even when they won't remember it, because you're going to have those pictures that will last a lifetime. You're going to have those memories that will last a lifetime. You will never, ever regret it, and good on you guys for doing it. I'm so glad you all had a great trip, and uh, thank you for sharing. Awesome, awesome. Yes, you have to experience Animal Kingdom on the trip, one of my favorite spots. She was uh, loving it up there. Uh, my pick of the week this week is going to be Robin M. Allen. So she had a picture of a magic shot, and it was her with her hands open holding the Aladdin lamp. You know, perfect timing for this time with the movie coming out. And, I, you know, I love magic shots. I, whenever I scroll through my phone, uh, when we're in the park, so when we get home, it's nice to see those little extra things you get when you do the, uh, the, the photo passes through Disney. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Love love the magic shots. Love Aladdin magic shots. Everything's great. I Great pictures this week, Disney fam. Really, really good. Also, I want to hear how they do with trivia. All right, in trivia, last week was in Lady and the Tramp. What do the dogs and the pounds say Lady's passport to freedom is? And the answer is her dog collar and her license. All right, so a couple of you who have got it right was uh, Rochester. We got the Linda, uh, Laura Fee. Sean in Grand Rapids. Hey, Sean, how you doing, buddy? And listen, guys, I'm going to be out of town on vacation um, for the next two weeks. Uh, I will miss you guys, but um, f- because of that, I'm going to go ahead and put trivia on hold. And in fact, I'm going to put it on hold until after the cruise. So uh, with that, um, you guys can uh, 
you know what I would love if you guys because you guys are there's a, there's you guys are pretty active with the trivia. You know, if you want and you want to submit some trivia questions to me, go ahead and send them to me, and I would be happy to give you guys the credit for those. So, um, Justin, where can they send those those um, trivia questions to? Yeah, I tell you what, send those trivia questions to three one seven WDW. That's three one seven nine three nine three two three seven. And what I'll do is over the next couple of weeks, uh, Mike and I'll read a few of those, and you guys can respond back um, with uh, with your answers to the trivia questions. That'll be fun. We'll give you credit. Good way for you guys to interact with the show. Yeah. Um, while you're doing that, too, make sure to go over to our website www.disneydadspodcast.com. Has links to all of our social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All those great places you can interact with us. Um, and also, you can reach us at our emails, DisneyDadsPodcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, our individual emails are at our website as well. If you want to reach out to one of us individually, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible. Guys, there's sometimes it takes us uh, just a little bit to get back to you on those emails. It's just uh, we want to make sure to take the time to sit down and respond back to you. Uh, not just a quick one-liner or something like that. So that we will get back to you, though, if, if you email us there. Uh, hey, we have, me- yeah, go ahead, Jason. Um, I wanted to say, going back to the trivia, um, if you have an obscure Disney movie or you have a Disney movie that you want to give some love to, and uh, you just just drop me the name of the Disney movie, and I'll add that to Mike's movie trivia, and uh, I'll go ahead and I'll uh, I'll pull some uh, movie sound clips out of that, and um, we'll see if people can guess it. So if you have a favorite movie out there that you know, I would love 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 for you to uh, to incorporate that into Mike's movie trivia. I would uh, yeah, I'd be happy to do that for you guys. Fantastic, and also hey guys, while you're doing us a favor. Go over to iTunes and leave us five stars. If you like the show, it's like just that is like you giving us a big high five and saying, you know, we really appreciate the show. We like what you guys are doing. Keep it up. Uh, it's a simple, simple way to do that. So thank you guys so much for uh, for taking care of us there. That we really do appreciate those reviews. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, I had a fantastic time. You know, talking about some upcoming things with Disney and the Fast Pass system and the excitement over Star Wars. And uh, listen, we uh, we're gonna miss you, Jason. You're gonna be gone for a couple of weeks, and uh, you know we'll uh, try to do the best to keep the ship upright and uh, enjoy a little family time and have some good time off. And uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. Thanks, I appreciate it. It's gonna be uh, it's, it'll be nice to get out, uh, get away. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, I tell you what, I'm excited to listen. This is one this is one of the best parts of my trip is I get to listen to you guys' uh, shows um, uh, when I'm out and about. So I get to be on the other side of the uh, fence, which is a lot of fun. And um, you know, and I, I I get to listen to Justin's edits uh, when he picks up the slack for me, which I really appreciate that a lot, man. And uh, Mike brings these these ideas to the table, and you know sometimes I listen to a show when I'm not there, and I'm like, dang, why didn't you do that when I was there? That's fantastic, I love that. So, um, but thank you, Mike, for that. And um, you guys, listen, have a fantastic week, all right? And uh, you know, have a great weekend. I know we got some holidays coming up, so uh, you know, I know you're preparing for the holiday, you know, the July Fourth travel and stuff like that. Um, but uh, you know, take. Just, just, uh, just embrace the weekend and enjoy it. So you guys, just uh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I want to say this: uh, safe travels, brother. We're gonna miss you for the next couple of weeks. Um, I don't know what you were talking about with editing, though. When Mike and I do a show, there's no editing. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's just solid, straight to the point. Uh, music already just flows in there. Uh, it's, uh, it's an amazing thing. Um, <laughs> we're gonna miss you, buddy. Uh, guys, interesting topic. I know we kind of, you know. Did a few different things tonight, but an interesting topic with the FastPass system coming to Hollywood Studios and the impact it has not only on Galaxy's Edge, but the impact it has on Hollywood Studios in particular and on your vacations as you plan. So I'm really interested to see what happens with this, and I know that all of you agree with me that when you're planning your trips, the only decision to make is Tower of Terror. Guys, have a good night. Good night, guys. Good night. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. And that's a wrap.
This has been YDF Media Productions. So how do I support the show? That's the question that's been asked. Maybe some of you have asked because you just are absolutely in love with Mike and Justin and the quality that they put out. Guys, I don't blame you. I'm in love with them too. You know, but I'm going to, going forward, um, you know, us three have always been very straightforward with you and I'm just going to break it down to you like this. The... um, the Disney Dads podcast will always be 100% free, guys. It, every Wednesday morning for you guys that download around the world. Um, and, and can you can you guys just stop and take take a, a second to um, you know put yourself in my position and how humbled I am that I'm able to say around the world and I have people in Switzerland and Japan and in England and Hawaii and uh, I mean seriously in Thailand. I mean you guys are listening to my voice right now and uh, I'm saying hello to every single one of you guys. It's uh, been an incredible journey. But as the journey grows, so do some cost. So there, uh, this, this is a way to uh, just allow the community to, if they want to support the show, great. It, it, it's really no pressure, guys, because it's always going to be a free show. But we're going to pull away from uh, running commercials on the show. And I just really want to go commercial free just for you guys. And that's going to be brought to you by our Patreon supporters. There's a link on our Podbean. There's a link in the show description. It's real simple. For less than a cup of coffee, you can just go ahead and kick a couple dollars to the to the network, and uh, that just uh, puts you in that Patreon um, club. And um, you know, there's added perks in the future coming. It'll be a fun ride. But um, more importantly, guys, it's just a way for you guys to support the show, pure and simple. And uh, we greatly appreciate that, 100%. So with that, enjoy the Disney Dads podcast from here on out, commercial free. Brought to you by your Patreon supporters. And for my Patreon supporters and uh, the new ones coming on, um, guys, thank you so much for the support in the show. I really, really, really um, am, am feeling the love from you guys and going forward for this. And thank you so much. With that, everybody, I'm getting ready to leave for vacation. You guys have a, an incredible week. I will see you guys in two weeks. I will miss you guys. And um, thank you again for being the most incredible group of individuals on the planet and i'm really humbled to say the planet with that have a nice day guys